You're tuned into History of Boise Rock. For the next couple hours, it's going to be nothing but local music and the extra special particular show, extra special Radiothon show. Caustic Resin is going to be hanging out in the studio with us. You, uh, these, are you still uh, you still doing a show? Are you still doing High Wild yeah, Free yeah, all the time? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, uh, Brett Netson from High Wild and Free Friday nights. Uh, is it midnight to... No, 10 to... 10, 10 to 2. 10 to or 10 to midnight. Yeah, Sorry. It was 10 to 1 now. It's 10 yes. to no. Brett Netson, you know, from uh, all, uh, many, many other things, but we're going to talk about that coming in. Tom, yeah. Tom Romich. Tom, you can pull up to a mic right there if you want to. Um, put a pair of headphones. James, I'm assuming, is around, and, and she'll be in visiting us later. Yeah. Hey, and uh, <laughs> this I'm is the freaked first, out. This is the first time... Um, we need a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> we got hey James is in here. James pull up on mic here, so oh, okay. Yeah. Caustic resin in the studio, so we got Brett, James, and Tom right here playing the show this Friday. Yes. Are we on the radio right now? We're on the radio right now, so don't say don't, don't. I know, but okay. I, I I've always wanted to do this on the radio. Okay. Good morning, Vietnam. <laughs> well, you did it. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. Folks, we are making dreams come true. Right here at Radio Boise, right? No. So, uh, Friday night, you guys uh, at the Olympic? Yeah, Thursday at the record exchange as well. So, okay, so you're going to do an in-store at the record exchange. Hopefully, we make your dreams come true, too. <laughs> and then Friday, you're re- releasing the album Medicine's All Gone. It's coming out on vinyl for the first time. Double album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very du- cool. Double disc. Double. 180 gram. All right. Like, like uh, you know, all the... What's that mean, Brett? Heavy. It's heavy, it's so heavy, right? Thick, <laughs> heavy vinyls, right? So, so it's kind of like heavy metal, or Double no? Re- <laughs> right. If you put this on your record collection, it it will beat up all your other records. It's, well, it's just, uh, it's just they're thicker, they last longer, they don't warp as easy, and then you know it's double disc, so it's two records in gatefold, with, right? Uh, pictures, fun to it, look at. That sounds amazing. Heavy like Led Zeppelin, heavy. Well, we're going to hear some of the records, so uh, I guess uh, we let the listeners uh, judge for themselves. So, Scavenger Cult, uh, we'll, we'll talk to the, about this more later, but this is, good, this is a label that you started. This is the fourth release for the label. What else have you done? You said Clark and the Himself. Oh, yeah, Clark and Himself proper and Clark and Himself and Friends, which was the last thing that happened. And uh, my solo band record with Steve Gear and Ian Waters and Josh Galloway called Snakes. That was the first one. That was the first one. Yeah. All right. So now, yeah. right. Label president having to keep track of the money and the shipping and the. Yeah, it's the absolutely ad- horrifying. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you, you know, you just uh, first you start, you just hustle and get stuff done, you know, like, like, yeah, cool. I win. I got stuff done. But no, no, no that's not even close to all of it because then you got to keep track of money and figure out uh, uh, there's right. ta- tax issues. Sure. Just keeping your artists happy. There's, you know, because they're paying me. for <laughs> this paying for manufacturing and and well, all yeah, that you kind know, of business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got a uh, uh, music these days is a nonstop marketing campaign. It's it's like I, I like to call a monster drink sponsored bar fight. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's that like. That's pretty good, bro. That's what it's like to be that a musician nowadays. Right? Yeah. It, Except that there's no money in it anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so add the, to that. You just get the fight in the bar. <laughs> That's right. But it, you have to wear a Monster Drink t-shirt while you do it. And maybe a tattoo even would be even better. Maybe yeah. you'll make a couple bucks if you get it. That's tattoo. true. Yeah, the, the if you get the Monster Drink tattoo on your forehead, you maybe will make a couple bucks. Right, yeah. If you're willing to do something like 
Yeah, if you're willing to do a st- if you're willing to get breast implants as a guy, you yeah, can maybe. If you're really willing to serve. Really willing to serve. Hey, uh, we're going to talk about uh, local music, but you yes. know, we're going to go way back and we're going to talk about you guys have a 25 or so year history to cover. Well, it's like hmm. roughly. Wow. We're going to call it that until uh, I can figure you know. this out if, if, if you give me about 20 minutes. All right. No, well, I'll give you a couple minutes. Uh good well, place no, started 80 88 okay but we started playing before that me and tom just hung out in this little house outside his mom's house right you guys are playing like therapy od well he did that but me and him were just jamming okay you know jamming our days away all day long every day all right well we're gonna get into all that because we've got a lot of stuff to cover but i figured uh we play some stuff that's uh maybe part of you know the some of the planets that circulate the uh circumnavigate the cost resin universe so um uh god sounds yeah here we go H-Hour, classic Boise band from uh, back in the 80s. And uh, 
That that band they moved up to Seattle in the mid '80s and then uh, broke up after that. But then Tad the drummer became heavy uh, rock dude. Yeah, big big rock dude. He was sub pop number one. Yeah, right? he, dude, he was the, the heaviest. Yes, of all grunge rock bands. He was, and everyone. I I remember when the, seeing the. Did, did you see the Tad movie, the Broken? Yeah, bus, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Have you seen it, Tom? You, Tad yeah, movie. where he says you got the wrong number, lady, but I'll be right. No, over. No, 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 no. They made a documentary about Tad. Oh, no yeah, kidding. it's that called Busted cool. Circuits and Broken Eardrums. It's all oh, about. I gotta uh, see that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's actually it's it's fantastic. Yeah. It's it's not just it's not just about the music. It's just about the arc of Tad's story, which is really really interesting. I love the opening shot when they show him driving down the viaduct on Seattle, you know, going whatever, 60 miles an hour. He's got a lawn chair sitting on top of a, a truck, not strapped down or nothing, you know, just sitting on top of this truck, and they're taking video of it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, Tad. Yeah, so Tad Doyle, drummer for that, basically. Now he plays doom metal. Yes, uh, as part of uh, the Bohemoth. Hand, bro- brothers, of the, brothers of the Sonic Cloth. Yeah. 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 You heard that? Uh, no. Full on metal. Yeah, great guy, though. Tad, big big part of a uh, Boise music history back in the eighties, and then uh, before that, God Sounds with the song "Crazy" from uh, the Chlorine Treatment album, and then you were you were saying you had not heard that? No, I never heard that. Really? Okay. Heard that? Uh, was, at Ron's. Really? That was yeah, okay. Well, Caustic Resin in the studio going to be hanging out for uh, basically until <laughs> till closing. Get, yeah, until you get tired of it. You, um, so th- this is what I thought we'd do. Let's, uh, let's wrap back to the beginning. You guys got a lot of history. So we talked about show coming up Friday, mm-hmm. the new album that's being re-released on vinyl and on heavy vinyl, uh, which is, uh, is it available currently? Could like someone go buy it right now um, at the ban- record exchange? On Bandcamp only. But on Bandcamp, the, yeah. the, There was a huge delay because the records took longer than they said they would, and then I got them, and a bunch of them were warped. Uh, and so now I'm in the process I, of sending them back. Just, and just out going of, through all seven hundred of them and picking out the warped ones. Uh, that's the total. Just blast. out of curiosity, how long did it take to for your order to? It to was go? supposed to take about three months, and it ended up taking about six months. Yeah, it's Dude. stuff is getting nuts. Over yeah, the, some someone in Boise needs to buy a record press because <laughs> I think that's a business. I think they're only like two million dollars. Yeah, yeah, that's a. But man, all you have to do is be good at that business, <laughs> and you will do fine. Because man, that it's a well, it's a. Business not being served well. Anyway, <laughs> back to uh, back to Caustic Resin. Started yeah. about in the mid. So let's just run through. Let's run oh, through oh, a brief I history. Say, I was going to say that the, the point of the show, and the point of the record exchange show is that they will be for sale in Boise, at that time. Okay. They'll put they'll be put on the shelves at the record exchange. No. Okay, so you'll be yeah for the first time because I have sorted through them and I have found a good you know, hundred or so right. that, that are straight. So you're guaranteed to get good vinyl. Brett has. Yeah. Handpicked it, and they got so. a poster of, from Noble Hardesty in it. Wow, wow! F- for Boise only. You, really, yeah. even better. Yeah, that's awesome. No, yeah. Noble Hardesty, good artist. If you guys don't know homie. about Noble, he's a homie. A homie for sure. So, uh, so let's let's get back. We'll maybe not do the whole thing because okay. there's probably a lot of stuff to cover. But maybe cover the you know from the beginning of the band up to year 2000 or so. Give us a brief sort of history. Well, of, so Brett was wearing these leopard uh, print. Pants, right? You know, no, no shirt on, playing a Stratocaster, standing on top of a car, going down Main Street. No, I'm just kidding, man, because you know, the Tad thing. So, <laughs> okay. huh. I thought we were getting, thought we were getting the origin story oh, okay. for White Snake or something. Wow, I, I didn't. I thought it was something that I forgot about. <laughs> um, what do you think? How do you remember it? Uh, okay, it kind of went like this, like. Uh, 
We tried to get Brett to uh, play with me and Pat after, but uh, Pat was like associated with the RBIs, so Brett didn't want nothing to do with them, you know. And uh, we, I just kept pestering him, and after about two weeks, he finally said, "All right, come over to my garage." <laughs> come over to my garage. <laughs> and that's about that. Well, but we were jamming before that, though. Yeah, but officially. It wasn't just that it was associated with RBIs. Dude, it was like God came down into that garage. It was like we just looked at each other and we knew. Really? Yeah. Really? We Did just like looked that? at each other and uh, knew. Okay. So kind of like when Led that? Zeppelin was, got together the first time. What was time. Caustic Corporation? We are like Led Zeppelin. <laughs> uh, Caustic Corporation was when... Eric Holloway? Eric Holloway, you played in it. Uh, Eric Holloway. We had two drummers. Me and Tom got in a big fight and we kind of broke up for a while. I don't, I don't even remember that. Oh, <laughs> you don't remember that particular fight? Is and so that, I said, no, I don't I said, remember okay. breaking up. So oh. I said, okay, cool. We're going to get two drummers, and this other guy, Eric Holloway, is going to play bass. Oh, yeah. And we tried to do that. We did one. Did we do a show? I don't think we even did a show. It was like, and then it was like, oh, I'm sorry, Tom, whatever. Let's jam. <laughs> cool. Well, the first show I saw you guys, it was you, Tom, and Pat after at the okay. YWCA. Was that, uh, was, that among, yeah. was that among the first shows? One of the first few. The first show was at, at uh, uh, Casha Hall. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, but right. at the YWCA, there was a... Uh, That's probably the third show. A female rapist crisis center. Yeah. Crisis right. center downstairs. Rape crisis center. We didn't realize that. We were actually showing pornos. While we played. Oh, that's right. That? Yeah, that's right. There was TVs on the stage. Joe was yeah. naked, and they're throwing around rolls of toilet paper, and the lady that ran the joint just walks in, and She's classic, like, yeah. classic look. Like, what, what do you think you're doing? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty awesome. We're young. And you know how full of yourself you are when you're 20? Oh, that was great. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, that's true. When you're 20, yeah, makes a big <laughs> like, difference. Like, what, man? Come yeah. On. But uh, so. the first show. You know, so from those like, humble beginnings. Yeah. Casha Hall, we were called Green Chicken first. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then it was yeah. the F Fers. Yeah, and the. And then we then we started making a beer. I started making a beer, and I had no corn sugar, so I used table sugar, which is kind of not supposed to work for a batch of beer, and it ended up being just gnarly barley wine, maximum alcohol, and it turned out really good. And we were drinking it one night. Yeah. And we said, and I was like, hey, I'm, I made a little, I worked at Kinko's at the time. I made <laughs> yeah, little I had, labels. I had some of that. They yeah, I made little labels of the beer. It was called Caustic Resin. And we're just, you know, so we got drunk and it's like, hey, dude, <laughs> let's call the band that. That's pretty much what <laughs> We're high on carbs, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah, true story. Yep, yep. Yeah, true story. All right. And then those, those bottles started exploding shortly after that. They started exploding. Yeah, I had one in the car. Yeah, because of uh, table sugar. Yeah, because it didn't show It was pretty gnarly. And so I was having a big argument with the baby mama, my baby mama, mm -hmm. and a horrible, horrible, wretched, bad argument. And right at the peak of it, we were screaming at each other, bottle <laughs> blew up in the car. <laughs> nice, prescient. Foresh foreshadowing. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So then you start off, you know, Wait, you know, humble beginnings like most yeah, bands, yeah. picking up whatever shows you can with totally. whoever you can. No, man, it know. was like this. It was like this. It was like there was two scenes. There was the big metal scene and the butt rock scene, right? Then there was the punk scene, which was really small. Hardcore only. And right. tight. And we got no respect. Right, because you I guys had were neither metal of those. friends, and they just... We were, I was just a clown to those guys. Uh -huh. The music we played 
because we weren't up to uh, 30-second notes doing the Phrygian, uh, you know. <laughs> well, there wasn't the, like, ching, basically. Basically, it didn't go, ching, ching. Right. It went. And so, <laughs> right. So, well, we were too metal for the hardcore scene and too weird, too, I don't want to use Punky? Uh, yeah. What would, what would you say if you're metal? Blues rock? No, the queer. Let's say queer. We're too queer for the metal scene. <laughs> well, I remember, I remember standing one. in the back of the room uh, with Pete Weaver watching you guys for the first time and trying to feel like, wow, man, what, what is this? <laughs> this is... Scissors is kind of blues. It's yeah, got we that. Got no it's kind respect. of classic rock. It's kind of psychedelic. It's kind of. Yeah, you're putting you know. Stevie Ray Vaughan and Christian Death and ZZ Top together. <laughs> there you go, man. It, it, doesn't, it shouldn't work. For success. And it didn't work often. But. So, when did, after that, when did you guys start seeing like a regular following? You know, where you started seeing. We, uh, we went out of town. Yeah, oh. we, we got no respect. I mean, none. I mean, we were a walking joke. In fact, we were playing at the zoo and. Uh, I wish I could remember his name, but the sound guy is Aaron. On, uh, no, he yeah. still works for oh. not Aaron. Rick Schroeder. The guy he long still hair. works for Rick. The guy with the long Big hair. Big guy now. Dave. Dale. 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 Yeah. Dale's Dale running the door, and he's literally saying, "Come see the worst band in Idaho." <laughs> and I walk up to him and tap on the shoulder. He's like, "Oh, oh, 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 oh I'm sorry, dude. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, just joking." And uh, <laughs> but in all fairness, we we didn't have much money or places to practice, and we rarely were ever able to really practice right well the, then we went out of town and we th we thought we're going to the emerald city and they're going to eat us for breakfast and we went there and they loved it and we just stomped the other bands because we thought the expectations of the musicianship is way up there when in fact it wasn't right so then all of a sudden seattle wants us back and it wasn't until we put a CD out that we actually got a little bit of respect here locally. Right. So they're like, how'd you guys well, in do Portland, that? We made it to Portland. was actually kind of like our home away from home. Because we showed up in Portland. like, this is it. Right. right? Portland yeah. back in that time was just a, 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 a dirty. Right. You played like the Satyricon. Yeah, yes. Satyricon. And it, it was loud and it sounded good and it was dirty. So you didn't feel like you're going to break anything. You know. They'd already seen dumb, dumb asses like us a million <laughs> times before, so they show up. It's like, yeah, we already know totally what you're gonna want to do in here. So they set it up accordingly with stuff that, like, yeah, go for it, like tear it up. Right. They had uh, uh, the racks. The monitors were on racks around the stage, which was the same mix as the front of the house. So it's right. like it's loud, sounds killer everywhere. Yeah, but they had those Martin bass bins. Yeah, yeah, it was underneath phenomenal. the stage. So it was like it was like drugs and prostitution and. Right there, and excellent, and excellent espresso drinks and art. Well, yeah, and and All euros, in the same place. Euros in that front little they place. Them, they called them Sulaki, but it was just like euros, yeah. Euros. <laughs> <laughs> so when we got there, uh, and the guys George, and we got along with George, the guy that ran the place, big Greek dude. Right, Tom, him and Tom got along. Really yeah, well. he gave me the ouzo. Yeah, you yeah, guys. Remember? I was gonna say you probably did yeah. some drinking together. And yeah, so George and his brother ran the Sulaki place out of the front of the place. Oh, okay. And their big dude Bruno was the security guy. You remember the time when people started throwing bottles? Uh, There's like a riot. Yeah, and they they we had to run into Satyricon and they locked the door. Well, they the guy couldn't get the door shut. Because the arm people's their arms are sticking through in this. Oh, guy there was a okay. There was take a, a bat and starts. Bruno them. gets out a baseball bat and starts hitting the arms that are sticking in the door and they. Whoa! And they go, boom, and he shuts what was the, door. the riot? What were they rioting over? Some some white supremacist. It was some There's white, a white supremacist dude yelling at the Mexicans. 
They were oh. down the street. They were black crack dealers. Oh, he's black crack dealer. Yeah. Yeah, he was and, not cool. Like, oh, was not wow. cool at all. Yeah, but he was white, so they assumed that it was one of our bros. Yeah, because right. the dude like tried to run into the bar, and they yeah. Oh. So he runs into the bar, and then I think Bruno threw his ass out. Yeah. Oh yeah, he figured it out. It was like it was oh, you, it's wasn't like, it? Oh yeah. Okay. And then threw him out, and then shut the door again. It's like nobody's leaving for a half an hour. Wow, yeah. man, that's Portland. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the Tiercon, all right. Wild times. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Well, let's, uh, oh, yeah, uh, we're, we're, we're up to, you know, you were talking about the first CD, so we're up to that point. So I figure <laughs> let's uh, play a little music and uh, we'll come back more with Caustic Resin. Right. Hey, Todd. Too. Hey, Todd. Yeah. You, you know what you need up in here? Please. A theremin. So you can play theremin when you're talking, you know? <laughs> That's it, dude. <laughs> Uh, RadioBoise.org, or you can even stop by 1020 West Main Street. We're downstairs. Come and uh, hang out with us. And here's Caustic Resin. Oh, no, you're not going to play
Yeah. <laughs> Psychic Knot, Gravity. You Ooh. guys remember Psychic Knot? Oh, remember yeah. That? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, Troy, Troy Wright and uh, Eric Payne on drums. Dave Wall on bass. Yeah. Uh, Terry, Terry Dave Wall, the best. Yeah, Terry Harvey. The best punk rock bass player ever. Right. That the world doesn't even know. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. I see him around now and again. I, I don't see that he's playing, though. It's, just, it's too bad. That dude should have yeah. been world, nationwide, worldwide. Yeah. He still maybe he still will be right. Well, that was a great group. Ken was amazing. Yeah, he played riffs. Nobody played riffs. Eh? <laughs> yeah, I was like that band. Let's see. Before uh, Psyche Knot played Caustic Resin. Uh, whoops, I better get the needle off there. Oh no! What do I what do? I do? Caustic Resin from the the soon to be the 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 album that's coming out this Tuesday. Oh, I'm sorry, coming out this Thursday. The medicine's all gone. Double album coming out. <laughs> Coming out on heavy vinyl, played Niacin from that, and then uh, started off the set from the uh, the Body Hate, Body Love album, played All Filing. I love Body Hate. <laughs> body Love, Body Hate. Yeah. Oh, sorry. That was sort of our, like our teenager, uh, sort of Aleister Crowley kind of trip. Yeah. But so, it, it was, it was uh, like we were talking about, though. We were listening to it. It's like the, the, the young sort of reckless uh, abandon that happened God. on that record. It was the pretty inspiring. great. Yeah. Those, those vocals are terrible. I'm 19 years old. Can I just say that? Is that cool? Can I put a disclaimer on it? Brett used to bring we uh, girls over while he was, you know, busy with them. I'd go through their purse. <laughs> that's not true. That's funny, but it's not true. And, that's and also, funny. also, also, you weren't 19. We, 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 we beat the butthole surfers at pool. We were 22 or 23. And uh, on our off time, we, we, we hunt for Bigfoot. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you hunted for 20, Bigfoot? Yeah. 20, and. And and we stole uh, the Pearl Jam singer's shoes, tried to sell them. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, that was a story about Gibby Haynes did that. Oh, no, wait. You did it? No, he no. tried to sell a half-eaten No, popsicle. Kevin had his shoes. All right, all right. Kevin stole his shoes. Wait, we did, we did, we did, and he might have stole we Todd's microphone, too. Pool. Shame what? That's not you. true. No, I made that one up. We don't know. Just like the Bigfoot Well, because thing. the thing is, you can't beat them But you really pool. never did get you any can't girls beat them for me to go through their purse, so... Those I made the whole damn thing up. Are you talking about the Laughing Hyenas? Those dudes are really good at pool. That's all I'm saying. Well, that's why <laughs> I said. But, oh, we... oh, Pearl Jam's good at pool. No, ball oh. surfers. Oh, but no, but surfers are Pearl Jam's from... good at ping pong. Ed. Ed. The singer dude. Eduardo's good. Yeah. You know? Eduardo. <laughs> he barely beat me. I almost got him. But yeah. I lost. Yeah. I lost. We were good friends Next with time. his wife, Beth, who was at a wonderful group called Hovercraft. And we toured with them. Right. For like a month Ooh. and a half. Ooh. Right. It was our first, our first nationwide tour. We could just skip right up to that. Yeah, yeah. And Brett wouldn't let us go. We drove right by Niagara Falls. Like we're like twenty miles from Niagara Falls, and we had to keep going. I thought it was important to stop as well, Tom. Really, I did so too. So thus, I'm I'm destroying the yes man mythology right now. <laughs> keep up the good work, my man. <laughs> Thank you, because I was on your side. I Thank like, you. I'd like to see where Edison did his thing. <laughs> All right. Uh, who's the guy that jumped? What's the guy that jumped? The guy that jumped us? What do you mean? It was a, no, the guy jumped a, in a barrel. Over Niagara Falls. No, there's a guy no, in the a barrel. Dude, he was his big thing was jumping off of falls. It was his thing, and then he ended up dying doing it somewhere else. He made it in Niagara. Angel Falls, maybe. So like it was just on drunk history. So like Brett kept losing our money. Not important. <laughs> Brett kept yeah, losing. No, 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 no. I never lost <laughs> money. So no. so this dude pays That's us. We fair. make a bunch That's of money, and I go, I go. Hey man, do not give Brett the money. He will lose it. And Brett did lose it. He I lost it and attacked me. I lost we, it once as well, and I found when it. When we broke somebody's no, drum I've set. Never, never lost money. Never. I lost it. Dude, once, that bag, Tom. you lost it a couple times. 
remember, the, remember the tick bag that I left on the bus in Seattle? Yeah. And I caught up to the bus, and there it was. The money was still there. A lady handed it to me. She goes, you left your money on the bus. <laughs> okay, let's give so a I, I actually hey, lost the money. Hey, yeah. focus. I also, yes. I also wrecked a van, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got out before that happened. I was prepared. You had Tom a premonition, quit. Tom. I did. I had a premonition that was going to happen. Why? Why? Wait, why a, did I have premonition? Because yeah. you just wanted a, just, a good reason dude, to stay was, home. Sorry. No. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. What because did you say? I, no, what did you say once? You said that van is going to be your coffin. Yeah. You said that. You said that. You yeah. said that to James before he left. I knew. I, I felt it, it happen. Oh, you said it to you. Yeah, yeah I don't remember it. You know? So yeah. so you said that, and then they then they wrecked. Did you feel That's bad nice. after cool. that? That's nice. Cool. Thanks for the gypsy curse, yeah. Tom. Well, see, nice. I had taken off to nice Eugene. One. So by the time the word gets to me, of course, I hear they're dead. Why did you go so to Eugene, So for like Tom? three days, I thought they were dead. Tom? What? Why'd you what? go to Eugene? Uh, I had nowhere to go, and my girlfriend was in Eugene. So. You only had a... No, sorry. So I went to Eugene and got okay. a job in a gas right. station. I'm being contentious. I'm sorry. We got kidnapped once. Sort of. Coerced. No, they, they put a knife against my throat, dude. Yeah. You yeah, got big porn? butcher well, knife thing. Okay. All right. All right. Talking right. about okay. porn in Seattle. So yeah. I think you started with the end of the story. So how? Yeah. That's really cool. <laughs> what part? What? No. So how did you end up kidnapped? What What, what led up to you getting a knife held so, to your throat? So we tell the story. Okay. So we meet this big, big Lake cu- Union Pub. Yeah. Okay, we, so you're in Seattle somewhere. He's sort of legendary. Okay. Just don't say his name. Just don't. Okay, he's, so he's, he's dead now. I don't know he's his last name. Like a big skinhead type guy, you know. Well, he was old school punk rock guy. He wasn't really a... Huge guy, like yeah. huge. Big dude huge. One, with one big tooth sticking out of his head. And, yeah. And we had an opportunity to get rid of him, and you were like, dude, let's go to the but, store. But, but, but the thing is, we met him at Lake Union Pub, right, and he that. got us more shows. Like, hey, dude, why don't yeah, you Yeah, he got us shows out? all week long. So he's like, yeah, I'll get you in all week long. We played every night for like three nights in he a row. He did the door back, for yeah. us. Right, Girls so, invited us, some girl band. He got he got money. He's like, yeah, we made all this money. We're doing great. So he's like part of the team. We're like, yeah. Right. And he was doing legit good things totally. for you. Okay. For over then, over days. Yeah, and then where it started with Kevin tried to get a sheet of acid out of him. <laughs> right? And then he ripped him off. And yeah, it's like he, and then me and Tom Bo and never and, showed up. Yeah. And me and Tom Bo's like, dude, no, no. That's red flag, big time. Yeah. Yeah. But then he came back. Then he said then he said I want to go to Idaho. He's like, I want to ride. No, he wanted to go to Spokane. No, we didn't know that. We didn't know that. Exactly. That's how exactly. we got kidnapped. So he said, I want to ride to Boise. And uh he wanted to live in Boise. And we were like, whatever. We were so drunk. When we left town, we left Seattle, we were so wasted, none of us could drive. And I was like, dude. He was adamant about driving. And right. he was totally sober. He's like, oh, cool, drive. And he's like, all right, here we go. And then we went, somebody, me and Tom, woke up at the same time. And it's like, the sign is like, hey, dude, you're going to Spokane. And it's like, no, 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 no. And then he pulls out a big knife. He's like, shut the hell up. We're going to Puts the knife up against my throat. Turns out he had a bunch of speed he wanted to deliver to Spokane. Oh, really? <laughs> and the fact is, and when somebody, I know I realized all of a sudden what was just happening. It's like, dude, he's driving. Because I got a two by four. I was going to hit him. Like, wait, I wait, thought wait, they wait. were straight. Like, you can't hit right. him. <laughs> Yeah, like he's impervious. Brilliant. If you ever want to like hijack a whole entire van full of people, just start driving because they right. can't kill you. <laughs> yeah. Everyone will die. Right, yeah. yeah. If, you, if you're going fast, if you're I on the freeway. I had a bass string. There was a broken bass string. I threaded it up. It's like, maybe I'll strangle right. I could, Yeah. I threaded up the bass string like I was going to strangle him. Then I got two by four. And then all of a sudden, I was like, dude, you can't do anything about this. Right. Nothing you can do. It would have to be a multi-person operation. Someone has to... <laughs> grab the wheel. Grab the wheel. Someone has to pull them out of the way. Someone has to... But the thing is, too, when somebody gets gets really dark like that. I really I learned one thing. The best thing to do is just act like everything's cool. 
Yeah. Because when that guy knows that he's gone too far, that's when he gets even worse. But we had an opportunity about 40, 50 miles prior. At the gas station. Yeah. <laughs> Tom walks right into the gas station. Because we're kind of like looking at each other like, yeah, gas, gas. Yeah, yeah we got to get gas. Yep, yep. yep. Kind of like gotta nod, be done. nod, wink, wink. And then like, okay, we're going to get the gas. And then he's going to go in and we're going to ditch him. Right. With, and we had his leather jacket. Or like, we got a leather jacket. Well, that's what ended up. Dude, you oh, yeah. walked in right behind him, right Tom, into the gas station. Tom following him right along. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Well, who called the police? And you guys, you were more pissed than anybody, too, about the situation. Anyway. Who called the police? And you were sitting in front with him, if I remember what right. What about yeah. the Indians that I I knew they were going to shoot me? That's in California, different Those story. Guys, where was that? Both times, you guys are quiet as a mice, it was at, It was outside of Crescent City somewhere. They said, you guys shouldn't sleep here. There's too many Indians. Yeah. They pulled up in a minivan, like haul ass, like 90 miles an hour. <laughs> Pull back. <laughs> what are you guys doing here, you white guys? Like, oh, uh, nothing? Yeah, and it's me against the, And them guys were in the van. No, there was nothing to say. They were like, they were obviously saying. I'm like, make some noise, guys. I mean, come on. They're obviously just saying, get out of here. And I was like, fair enough. They we'll saw the Idaho out. plates. It was yeah. like, yeah, they don't know where they're at. Yeah. They said, you shouldn't sleep here. There's too many Indians. That's probably true. And so we said, <laughs> oh, we said, fair enough. Sorry, sir. We're out of here. Uh, yeah, it's his place. Okay, so what about... Without... There was no way to talk through hey, a van about, door, let's, either. Let's let Todd dictate the, uh, the time frame. Oh, yeah. okay. All right, hey, you know, before... because hey, uh, the radiothon stuff. Hey, yeah, yeah, because yeah, don't... Man. But hold that thought, because I I totally love these stories. Uh, but uh, I definitely want to give a shout-out. Love Handles gave 25 bucks. Thanks Woo! to Love Handles. Right John, on. Ed John. Ed Soul. Yeah. Baby Johnny. <laughs> and John Joey Gip. C. Joey C. Thanks, uh, thanks so much to Joey C. Throwing ten bucks our way, I, I I keep looking at this, trying to see if it's monthly or not. I, I don't it, think it. it uh, I, I want to shout out, but it is. I don't think it is. Uh, receipt month period. No matter what you're giving, it doesn't matter if you're giving ten bucks a month or just ten bucks. We appreciate everything because uh, that's what keeps us on the air, and that's what keeps uh, stuff like this on the air. We couldn't, you know, uh, whatever magic ninety three or whatever well, isn't going to have well, cost of resin. Remember, you remember, you were doing uh, radio right, right up till the. Bitter end of uh, Pirate Radio. Right, yeah. There was KBSU, uh-huh. there was Pirate Radio, and then it just bleh, couldn't happen. Yeah. It didn't happen. And how was that all the times between Pirate Radio and this? Dark. Dark. Dark, dark days. Dark days for radio, for sure. Dark days for the whole bunch of us, not knowing what's going on between each other and, and uh, having the shareholders kind of a, hated it. Some kind of a... <laughs> I'll, uh, tell you, I'll tell you what. A collective identity dark days. as a... As a town. Yeah. Well, how about when the sound guy, who, how long does it take to run sound? You know, two days? I mean, seriously? Oh, you mean how long does it take to learn how to run a, hey, run a board? No, 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 no. You're not going to start sound guys right now. Okay, yeah. hold on, man. Some guys Shut always it. get paid before the band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's because bands, are they don't they don't insist on getting more. We should, if you've got I, a problem with it, we should start a union and uh, not. No, it just dawned on me that. No, I, I think Soundman is sort of like, you know, backgammon or something. It's like a few minutes to learn, but a lifetime to master, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. you guys have been to the gigs where the Soundman is Sound. a master and oh, it just oh, makes yeah, yeah. such a huge yeah. difference. Totally. And backgammon oh, by the way, uh, backgammon uh, uh, is, a, is a game of chance. Still. Schroeder, ultimately. <laughs> was Rick's you got to roll some dice. Debbie. You know? Debbie Schroeder. Debbie was Schroeder. The best. Do you remember that, Tom? Yes. Me right. and Tom was like, that. She was Debbie killer. Schroeder always passed. gave he fantastic sound. Yeah, bless Debbie Schroeder. Oh, most definitely. So, uh, rest in peace. Got a pl- yes. Oh, look at Tom. That's right, Tom, man. All right. You got so the knack for this, buddy. We need some donations buddy. in here. You got to get some. <laughs> natural <laughs> broadcaster. 
So uh, that's right. I'm gonna play a little bit more music. I'm gonna go back to something. Uh, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if you guys can name at least the guys, if not the band, name the voice. So we'll just uh, play a game and see if authentic yeah. '80s rock from Child's Play right there. That uh, down at the river. Yeah, that was Feel It from their album First Toy. That's right. From when down at the river, they used to like you said, they used to pack that place. Pack men front to back. Yeah. Yeah, I I used to you know it wasn't it was it wasn't necessarily my scene so much, but man, I used to love to go see that band because they were just Mitch Hoyt, yeah, Kirk Caldwell, Jeff Foltz, and uh, Ray Vancour. Trying to remember the yeah. Anyway, uh, before that That's played pretty uh, good riffs, I gotta say, yeah, man, uh, authentic '80s stuff. I feel man. like I've committed a crime not giving them more of a chance back in the day. <laughs> and, and and I called it. I called it like sec first first note, second note. Jeff Anderson. Oh, Castle. that's right. Jeff Anderson Castle. I was going to say before uh, Charles play, I played uh, Kid Corduroy Noise from uh, One Out of Every Hundred. Yeah. And then started off the set, Castle. And you were right. You heard his voice, and within one note, you said, that's Jeff Jeff Anderson. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm amazed at your powers of perception, Tom. It was well, excellent. Well I had done. to listen to that guy so much, yeah. you know, for the free beer, sitting there at yeah. their band practice. So. He was pretty psyched <laughs> about himself, Jeff yeah. Anderson. <laughs> No comment. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Oh man, well the um, it happens uh, on my show. Yeah, you are an official like... late night volunteer weirdo, Todd. Yeah, did you know that? <laughs> yes. There's patches coming soon. <laughs> are there? Back patches. Oh, I can't wait. You have to wear it. Do you do anything with the hive, Todd? Do I do anything with the hive? I yeah, pra- I practice there quite a bit. Oh, right on. Oh, yeah, nice. right on. Yeah, I love that place. Shout out to the hive. Yeah, shout out to hive. We love the hive. Big time. So I wanted to, I wanted to pick up where we were going, uh, walking through, walking through, uh, yeah, cost of present history. Help so us. there, Help there reached us. a point. You guys started doing really well. Started well, pulling yeah, in pretty big was, crowds. We went out of town. Right, you went out of town, started building and, and up following. And the thing was, well, Tom said the only time we got taken seriously is when we went out of town. But that, the thing is, the fact we got a write up in the Rocket in the Seattle paper. And so, really, what to be fair, we really kind of got our crap together and practiced for a big show in Seattle. Gotcha. That might have had a little more to do with the fact that we go to Seattle. Like, yeah, they love it. Well, did some of that was some of that spreading though? Were like people in Seattle all kind of talking about caustic resin, and so people in Boise were kind of like, "Hey, uh, we like, better uh, pay maybe, attention." Maybe, yeah, maybe we better. But, but see, we play shows here in like maybe not the best of shape, or you know, <laughs> <laughs> no, or, right, or no, that's not, no, or no practice, or yeah. no practice, or well, like, I remember too. You know, if uh, people issues. remember back in the day, the. <laughs> The Rocket was kind of a big tastemaker, particularly in the yeah, Northwest. Yeah. A good mention in the Rocket kind of meant something. It did mean exactly. something. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it meant something. And like that was back in the days before the internet, of course. So like a write-up actually would do something. Right. Yeah. Big time. I remember my band got reviewed flush twice. That yeah. was the tagline oh. <laughs> that we got in the Rocket. <laughs> oh, dang. Oh, my gosh. They were uh, wrong. They were wrong. Uh, they were wrong. Yeah, you can't get them all right. Dead wrong. Uh, but um, so so anyway, so you started getting some node writing the rocket. So when did the crowd start to grow? Because then you started adding stuff like you had Jeff Hogan was coming down and doing the painting thing when you're doing the yeah, like those big idea. shows. At the Eric Holloway. That was a bad sample. idea. Oh, yeah, it was. No, it was not. Jeff Ho- Jeff Tad, Tad told me he goes, I really like you guys, but lose the painter. Really? And we came back as a three piece, and afterwards Tad's like. Good job. <laughs> well, the high on the hog go. seal of approval. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well. Well, 
I, I, p- well, put me in checking the boxes, liking it. I thought okay. it was pretty cool. Well, we had the, 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 and Eric Holloway. The, the TV on, thing. Yeah. Me and Eric Holloway sat. That was like also back in the days. <laughs> he would sit when, there and smoke and play, get push, yeah, play. Well, me and cassettes. Eric would sit in his basement for hours and hours and hours and hours going through VHS tapes that we would get from thrift stores or wherever, uh, recording stuff off of the TV. And to edit VCR tape, you had to do it in series in the timeline. Right. Because it would leave a big gap if you didn't. So we're sitting like record, pause, and then watch a bunch of crap for like hours and hours and hours. Ooh, that's cool. And then put like 30 seconds of this in it. It was fun. <laughs> like watching animal testing videos, pornography, satan, you know. Sat- right, just whatever weird. Documentaries, anything. Yeah. yeah, you dig up whatever you want. Anyways, I thought that was fun. Stacked up Yeah, I, I like the, the Maybe, video stuff. But the truth of the matter is, is Maybe the painting is a little Jeff, Jeff Hogan tangent. would paint and... He would sell his painting at the end of the gig, and he always made more money than we did. And, kept and he it would all. never <laughs> split it with us. And I just, uh, I just, ah. Uh, you hated that. Yes. <laughs> okay, well, moving on. All right, well, uh, you yeah, didn't get a piece of the pie. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, but, but at that point, though, you know, you guys are doing bigger shows. You're, you're at the zoo, you're opening up for, uh, you know, bigger bands. Well, yeah, Alan was putting all these bands, getting all the. Yeah. It was a good time. It was sort of a golden age of in, right. independent rock bands touring, playing uh, larger bars. Right, yeah, exactly. And we yeah. got the whole benefit of everybody going from Salt Lake to Seattle, same as now, but they were high caliber bands coming through town well sure yeah i mean that was back when you would see nirvana for five yeah. bucks and there'd be 25 of your other friends there yeah. that's yeah. it melvin's yeah. every once a year yeah melvin's come through alice don't yeah, sound garden oh yeah that's right because they smashed up there was the mirrors on the side of the stage and they uh the guy from prong <laughs> smashed the mirrors on yeah. the side of the stage. And it turns like you go Campbell back and Corpse. look at now it's like dude voivod was a very special band we we're pretty lucky to be able to see yeah, that. yeah i agree well who remembers brass lamb Oh man, that was I, kind of before my time, actually. I do. Or there was like the Beat Nicks or Beat Nick hey, with Beat the Nicks. Tom. I think you remember it. Yes, I. Yeah. that's how I met James. I'm yeah, thinking. Right. Thank you. Oh yeah, your your uh, therapy OD show. Right. Yeah. I, oh, so you guys opened for the Beat Nicks that time? No, no, no. He, yeah, wasn't it? No. Did it? I don't. It was know. anyway. I know that show. Janice I know that show because 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 my. Uh, Baby mama was pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, mama. Well, I'm, I'm I glad that somebody invented that term. It's really good. Well, I, like a lot of times, I had this a way I, I can throw my bass. And that was Michael Fronte, you know. Do you realize right? that was Michael Fronte? Michael Fronte. Fronte. Yeah. He was an industrial, industrial band. Industrial band. Beat yeah, it was. And No Means No played too. Another yeah. truly special band mm. that we're lucky to have seen. Yeah, that was like yeah. at a pizza parlor. Right. Grassland. <laughs> yeah, just just a cool old dude who would let kids put on punk rock shows there. Yeah. Was, yeah. Uh, a Green River played there. Tell, was a that was kind of Lampert Hall, too. Kid broke Lampert Hall was cool. glass window. I remember Lampert Hall in Garden City. They rented it to me and other people who were well underage. And oh, it was yeah. like, yeah, 70 bucks uh, gets you a whole uh, night. Yeah. We used to rent the see, Policeman's like, Club Poison Idea there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. hey. Yeah. Where do you want us to go? We got. We could probably... Where are we at? With our timeline. Oh, uh, we got we still got forty five minutes. No, no, I just mean oh, in the so timeline. It's like yeah, I, th- I think we're sort of midway. I, you know, this I was gonna say we we hit a point. You guys are doing better shows. Okay. Uh, you know, better draw. I think uh, uh, uh um sort of. Well, we body love opening, body hated come out for bigger bands. The, yeah, yeah. The up know. records thing was cool with Trist- Chris Dequino. Well, I was, was gonna say you know nice. having a record out on CZ Records was kind of no small deal at the time. You know, they were one That's of the true. more yeah. respected uh, indie labels going, yep. and so getting that first album out. Well, on that it was respectable until the guy took it over and ran it into the ground. And who took it over? Daniel House. Daniel. Oh yeah, Daniel House. I have a story. <laughs> Did yeah. Daniel like us, do you think? No. no. I don't think he liked anybody. <laughs> no, Tim Cook liked us. 
Tim Cook, yeah. Boise guy, worked at CZ. He was the reason we got. Right. I, I, I don't oh, like that remember. Daniel House guy. No, I, I had I French class with Tim Cook. Yes. Yep. You know, that, sorry. this is what Dan, Dan has said to me, you know, so Built to oh, Spill, when they came in, you remember, to record that first record at yeah. Audio Lab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you guys came in, we, we all, we did that, mm-hmm. and then it got done, and Daniel called me, and, he, and he's like, so what I'm going to owe you for this record? So I come mm-hmm. up with, uh, come up with a price, it's like, it's going to be, you know, this amount, and uh, he's like, okay. And then I called him back, because I was looking through the CZ catalog, and I said, hey man, when you send that check... Can you send me this CD, this CD, this CD, and you know it was like five charged CDs. You for he it. Charged oh. you. No, no, he did even worse. So the the package <laughs> came in the mail, and I opened up, and there's CDs in the package and no check. So oh, I hit him back, and he paid uh, you in CDs. And I said, dude, what happened to the check? And he said, well, you called and you said you were just going to trade for the CDs. I'm Whoa. like, I'm not going to make an entire record and trade for five CDs. That's a special kind of. That's a special kind of sleazy that guy was. That's the yeah. treatment. Okay, yeah. now let me tell my story. Okay, all right. So we go treatment. to play. We go to play a show. We're like, we're all young kids. And we're like starry eyed. Like we're on a real label, and we go to. We struggle and 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 get our van working and all this crap and get to the show. We just get to the show barely, barely, and play the show. Big showcase. It was cool. Lots Ask of people him for there. gas. That's money. where we met Jim Roth. Yeah. And we're like, dude, seriously, we we have no money. We have no money. Like, <laughs> Here's well, I could give you some gas money. He's like, he gave us like, wow, this is cool. It's like a label. They gave us gas money. This is like, we made it. <laughs> like real money. They gave us gas money. And then we get home and then he sends the check for the record <laughs> and took the gas money out of the check. Oh. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Which yeah. was like a $400 oh. record. Yeah. $400. Loving, um, loving that. It's like, that's tacky. Yeah. We don't Rock and to, roll. Okay, yeah, we that, don't need that's, the hate. that's what we you call pay. No, we don't need pay. But that's the kind of stuff. That's the kind of stuff. That was what the nineties were all about. Yeah, yeah. Many, many <laughs> stories. <laughs> Find, sign, and milk. Yeah, but then you guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, Find, we could, we could sign, move on milk. to say that. Then we started recording. We got then Chris Dacino. I was going to say Chris Dacino. You started working with him. It was a different, way different, way situation. different. Yeah, got, that was like a real deal. Situation, okay, and he was guys. Cool as heck. You guys yeah. come in. We want you. Like he's a music guy. That well, dude and, knows music, right? And he's like, you guys need to come in and you need to be comfortable. And we're just gonna hang out. And we're gonna make a record. No big deal. Yeah, he loved music. That's right. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. He's like, I want you guys to be comfortable. And like, so we recorded with a real studio with tape machine, killer tube mics, and all this vintage like quad eight board. Right. That's well, the that, board they did Green Onions on. Oh, you realize this? really? Booker, Booker T. Yeah. No kidding. Right. Yeah. Well, wow. and then uh, Chris Cassino at the time, he was playing with a little sub pop money, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so there was yeah. a little budget. They got to a little go bankroll. Around. So, yeah, yeah, we got a budget. Yeah, he, for did he work in the warehouse there or what? Yeah, or, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, that's that. Okay. Right, right. So, so you get, and then the Fly Me to the Moon, that was the first. Yeah, and he's uh, like, and we got, it's like, we got a lot of songs. It's too much for a record. It's like, make it a double record. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow, cool. Thanks, man. Yeah. So, but yes, now, we should. That would have been about the time you guys left Boise. Would, I, would that be right? No, did, did, we were still living. You're here. still living, Boise. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. There was many years before we actually moved. Anybody moved? We were still stuck. Okay. That was yeah, good. Yeah, times, even the record though. after that, we were still here. That was here, like good yeah. times, good party times. You know, still on only alcohol that's, and mushrooms and weed. That's when <laughs> that's when EMI came courting at some juncture. Well, that, okay, yeah. Right. So that got done, and then like the major label maggots came in. Like, <laughs> uh, sign uh, feed. We got courted milk. by major labels, dude, and it was pretty funny. We could well, tell some of those stories. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, at one point, I just told a dude, I need $500. And he sent it to me. Right. $500. I was like, whoa. I mean, there's, 
But they didn't sign us. He never called again. They took us out to dinner. <laughs> oh, you got you get dinners <laughs> for 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 a lot of bands though. That's I mean that's the dream. That's the pinnacle. That's what yeah. you've been you know you put all those hours in the garage and played all these crappy shows yeah. to get to a point like that. So it's the barometer of success. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. If, but but it feels like it should be right until right. it happens to you, right? <laughs> to you, yeah. Yeah, you realize it's like shady and yeah. Stupid. Well, there was like we met this band called uh, Trouble Kicker. And they had got signed. They were all charger. excited. Trouble Charger. Trouble Charger? Yes. I thought it was Trouble, Trouble Kicker. Trouble Kicker was a pavement That thing. was the joke. Remember Kicker Stereo Systems? Right. Our joke that... was like, Trouble. I got a Anyway, they got signed. Trouble Kicker and then System. The, and then the label just joke. shelved them. Right. It's a yoke, yo. <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah, they couldn't do anything. So that yeah. happens. So we so we get courted by these major labels, and we're, we're way too difficult. Like, they came to see us once. We got in a big fight. It was pathetic. And they were like, you know. Well, we, until, we went to Los things. Angeles as well. And they we, set up a, well, yeah, they set up a little tour for we us. We did particularly horribly some, then. Did we did okay. Is that right? It was okay. okay. We had Bart and his dogs. Pagan. In his crappy van. Remember Bart that? and Pagan. Our big trip to. Bart Bell. Yeah, yeah, our big uh, trip to California. Mr. Rock and Roll, we love you, Barbell. <laughs> our big trip to California. Stayed in a hotel and everything, right? And we had two dogs. Bart's awesome. It's beautiful. It was like Beverly Hillbillies, really. It was retarded. <laughs> and uh, we played our stuff, and that all went well, though. There was not much to it, really. Like, we played some of the shows were not well attended, some were whatever. But then, so that's... Went to a fancy dinner at Musso and Frank, like a legendary, like... 30s restaurant, or right? Something. Right, and you, a couple of these label dudes take it out on the expense well, account. BMI even get, came and gave us the publishing comes. Like, would you guys like to go out to dinner? <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, no, we would. No, no, let's not go. And where would you like to go? Uh, I would like to go to. I, I looked up the restaurant. I want blackened sea bass, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think like, what's the most legendary, historical, expensive restaurant like Musso and Frank? Like, uh, Denny's, and they did it. Yeah, man. And then, whatever, that's not that exciting. See, that's the least exciting part of the whole story, is all of that crap. That's just... Yeah, yeah. Stupid. Right, it's funny, uh, you know, like... uh, It was our foray. uh, I remember seeing, you know, the the, the Screaming Trees, for instance, had made a remark that it's like, when they first signed their deal with SST, they were just like beside themselves with joy. It was like Mm -hmm. the greatest thing that ever happened. And then when they signed their deal with uh, whatever major they went with, it was kind of... It was business, you know, it was just a deal. It was like, well, that's cool, I guess we can... Book more studio time. Right. Yeah, yeah. It kind of like but, but yeah, when you get the guys, like you're a contractor at that point. Right, right. When you right when you get the people around, you starting to treat you a little bit like an employee, and <laughs> yeah. uh, then yeah, it starts to take the, all the fun out of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you guys are pretty. You know, you're pretty lucky with built to spill to avoid that element oh, yeah. for the most part, oh, weren't yeah. you? They just well, that's kinda, Doug. He's. I don't. He's got some other otherworldly sort of ability to deal with business. Yeah. I think it's the Twin Falls upbringing. It's that farmer uh, uh, mentality they learn out there. Hey, man, Brett Nelson. Yeah. Just enough. <laughs> Wasn't his mammy a teacher, it's like, though? It's like, it's like this. It's solid. Always a solid 80%. Right. <laughs> no matter what. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, Brett. What were you going to say? I know. I was, trying to, I was trying to steer the... Oh, you're trying to steer it. Oh. But You're trying know. to um, be a force multiplier. Yeah. yeah. So I, I was going to... be a good broadcaster, but I'm a guest, so I don't care. <laughs> I don't know if, uh, let's see, I, I, I'm just going to do this, uh, I don't know if, where we this fits We should have brought some guitars with to the cr- Yeah, we should have. Acoustic. I don't know where this fits into the chronological. Yes. I was going to drop yes. in uh, just my favorite Caustic Resin song of, of all time. Oh. And uh, this, this may be slightly, slightly self-indulgent, because I remember it was from the Trick Question record, and uh, 
No, and I remember when, because when the Trick Question record, you were living in L.A. Yep. right at the time, and you were building race cars or something. For well, I was, yeah, working on hot rods. Kind of doing. Well, uh, here, let me. Okay, go ahead. No, no, I, I, I was just going to say. I would like were, to explain the situation. I was going to say you were living there, and you guys were living up here, and so the record was kind of being made in two separate. Yeah. Because well, see, the original plan with the money stuff was all getting decisions were getting made. Is that they were going to come to L.A. Uh, I was in. I'll just be candid. I was in rehab. Uh, Tom came to rehab. James came to rehab, <laughs> and the plan was kind of that we were like, okay, we're gonna stay here. We're gonna make a, we're gonna make a record, and then uh, things kind of, sort of flailed into. Right. So, right. Exactly. So you guys ended up coming back to Boise. You ended up staying there, well, and then I, Alias uh, still wanted wanted this record. Yeah. 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 And uh, whatever. I, well, then no. I just I just remember you know you guys coming to the studio and just I had a blast. Yeah. Well, yeah. it just came to the point where we said. You know, if, if some money comes in, money will come in. The most important thing is that we just make some really good songs. Thank I'm you, just, Todd. Just forget about forget about got, all the other just, stuff. I was just saying, I just because all you guys, I, just, I did the best I could, and, and like I spent more money on that record than everybody else. And I feel bad about. It. <laughs> no, that's not. <laughs> not yeah. true. It's true. Oh, yeah. It was kind of it sucked, but it was like I did the best I could. Yeah. You well, I certainly I certainly didn't bring it up to because you know I had any no, sort no, no, of axe no. to grind no. over that. But uh, I had to say that though. But I just remember, yeah, we ended up. I, I felt like. We ended up having a real blast in the yeah, studio just because we, Those are special. Those yeah. I was psyched when I got the tapes back. I was like, "That is, uh, that is special." Right, we were just thing. we were just having. Fun. That thing about that know. record is it's it's the weirdest record that we'll ever do. Right, and when I think this, although it's the, so uncharacteristic of everything, right. That I was gonna say I I, I love the song. It's, hated, but. it's it's kind of a weird song, but it's not weird in a caustic resin way. But uh, although. Although, do you remember we went out to we had to drive out to the desert to get some samples of some gunshots? Yeah, and I remember, I remember driving out there like I'm going out to the desert with caustic resin and loaded guns. I don't yeah. know. If that this was is awesome. Be the best uh, idea I've ever had. Reminds me of the time had. when Tom found out you could get a thirty a three eighty for a hundred bucks at Rite Aid. Yeah, at Rite, Rite Aid, hundred bucks. <laughs> That's all. Just walk thing. right out with it. That was fun. That was a fun time. So, yeah. uh, all right. but it wasn't a three eighty though. It's on yeah, the record. Was. Not on the record. Oh no! I don't think shotgun, shotgun, shotgun. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I was I'm going to drop my favorite one. It's nice wings. You're listening to Radio Boise. Yeah. 
Take it. Thanks, James. James just gave so, me a dollar. So I was gonna. Since we only have 15 minutes, we've been we you know we, we've been taking a walk through the Costa Resin history. Lots of twists and turns. I love. I. It made me think of something that uh, you said to me one time, and I, I. I just I was commenting on that. You know, the world that you guys travel in is probably a little more activity, a little more <laughs> circusy than. You know, you know, and it, then most a lot of other people, and it comes yeah. out in the music and stuff. Yeah. And and I mean, you saying it's like, you know, is it really? Because it just seems like to us, it's just what's going on. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, you know, I, th- I think a lot of other people would look at the the lifestyle as probably being a little uh, kooky. Yeah, yeah. Well, you realize some in a good way. You get older, you realize some of that stuff. It sucked. Yeah. It was like eating tuna fish out of the can, stinky socks, and. We, we figured out just throw our socks away, and we'd start to get socks at the Salvation Army. Eating bugs. Um, <laughs> we'd eat at soup kitchens. It was, wasn't that exciting. But when you get home, and then all of a sudden, it's like you miss it. You had the three B concept. No, no, no. It wasn't that You had the three B concept. It was totally exciting. Hundred dollars and a ten pack of tube a socks. A six pack, yeah, two a piece. Yeah, tube socks. Yeah, yeah. It's right. True. It's true. 
Didn't uh, weren't you guys when it told me a story about uh, calling up a, a diner and ordering a bunch of food on the phone like right before they closed, and then not showing up for it in the hopes they would throw it out and you could go retrieve no, it from the dumpster. Yeah, no, we didn't do that. Oh, that was a different band. I think uh, that was did, the tree people. We maybe. did used to go into restaurants and find the table where the people just left and go sit down and eat that food. <laughs> yeah. What was left? I did that. I got caught one. Th- were you with me when I got caught? Uh, yeah, they threw. I ran in and ate some dude ate somebody's food, and the guy came back from the bathroom. Oh, oh. Horrible. oh my god, it felt so terrible. Oh, no. He's like, next time you want some food, pay for it. <laughs> and he looked like he was gonna cry. Now that like, that horrible. that's embarrassment. That was totally yeah, that is. The I was like, oh. and guilt and regret. Yeah. And then I like, suck. we see this band, they're like rock stars, man, and we're sitting down at the soup kitchen, and there's the singer in the soup kitchen with us. I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, the band Zeke. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. was uh, uh, the he He's the silver underwear guy. But that guy, he <laughs> left that band early on too. I think he went to prison. He was he was a little bit. It's like he once was a I wild saw man, that guy, I didn't like, feel so bad being at the soup kitchen. A little darker. He was a little darker, kind of wild time. <laughs> so we'd like stay was on he beaches. Dude or something? Like Maybe, this one yeah, time, like, we're stay we're staying on the beach, <laughs> and I got this army down with Dizzy. sleeping bag. Dizzy was it's name. all full of feathers, and it busts open in the middle of the night. And when I wake up in the morning, I am totally tarred and feathered. <laughs> So yeah. I walk out into the ocean. There was a picture of it, too. It was pretty cool. And you got to go like, way yeah. out there. Let's sleep to, on the coast. It was, it was just you and me who were awake. And I was sitting on the beach. It was in Long All Beach, of a sudden, this, this big uh, sea lion. It was a sea mammal. It was, it was huge. It was it's like a manatee. I don't know, man. It was <laughs> as big as a whale. I thought it was a shark. I saw it. It just it, pops right up next thought, to me. I seen it. I completely lost my mind. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, you came out of the ocean very white and very fearful. And he said I look like a fishing, big fishing lure out there. <laughs> but the thing was, the thing was, one of those army, those army sleeping bags down, like the subarctic yeah. downfield, a nice one. A money bag, dude. dude you were, we got we got pretty wasted on the beach, right? And we partying. And there was a fire, and then he, I remember he, I woke up and he had rolled into the fire. I was laying there, and the sleeping bag. Oh, maybe burned, that's how it and that's how the open. feathers came out. Just like oh. there's a lot of feathers in those things. Yeah, you woke Lots up naked in Eugene once, laying in glass too. Oh yeah, and then <laughs> I spray nice. painted caustic resin and spray paint on the side of somebody's house. Was it was fun. a dude from Boise. Yeah, that, that was, was fun. And then they had to come. That and was fun. Clean yeah. it off the wall. Yeah, and I remember yeah, that was really cool. reaching around all this glass. There were going, other ching, materials ching, on the wall, too. And I'm like, oh, this is amazing. I didn't get cut. I'm like laying in glass. Naked. Invincible. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, naked. See, it's not that fun in the van. You know, I mean. <laughs> shut up. It's totally See, fun. it sounded like a blast. Is it's that why totally Brett fun. and myself always said, get in the van, dude? Yeah, shut up and get in the van. You didn't like the van environment, did you? Uh, it becomes your home. You go, it's like it's like a safety. It's like once you're in the van, you feel safe. Safe. Van safe. But you never would get in the van, though, on time, per se. Like, yeah. <laughs> you were afraid of it, it seemed like. Okay, but look. Yeah. look. Yes. You, okay, so the thing is, we did the, anyways, we did the record. Yes. And the thing is, that that first nationwide tour was the one, right? Yes. The band Hovercraft, that girl, Beth Liebling, Ed, Ed Vedder's wife. Was such a nice person. Yeah. And Dave Cruzen. Dave Cruzen was cool. Dave Cruzen, the yeah. first the Pearl Jam drummer. Incidentally, he plays on that record. The medicine's all gone. Oh, really? He plays on Cable and Man from Michigan. Oh, nice. Incredible drummer. You wouldn't know it by hearing the first Pearl Jam record because his drums sound horrible. Yeah, best drummer but I've seen. Dude, live. Playing listen is good, to those though. drums. Yeah, on that record. Like, wow. Yeah. Anyways, Mike Rundle's playing with us. Mike Rundle's playing that song with us at the show. But like, yeah. so that dude, the so man she from took Michigan us. Song. She called somehow, got a hold of us. Kimberly took us on Collins, tour, right? That was the next big thing that happened. After Kimberly the, after the, Cobblepot. Hey, shut up, man. I'm trying to talk. 
Uh, Free for all. Uh, yeah. So she called up, took us on tour, right? And it's like they got, it, they had guaranteed shows because they were a kick-ass band, and she was, and Eddie Vedder was her drummer on the first tour they did. So like people showed up, whatever. And he blah, played, blah, yeah. blah, and he, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah. So anyways, they took. He played she in took, disguise. She took us on tour. It was a month and a half long tour, and it was quite an adventure. And her and her guitar player got mugged for Ryan. pizza. And issue. Blah 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 blah. blah. Pistol whipped. Are we going to fight now? Tell were, was going oh, on. No, no, they pistol whipped him. Wait, your guitar player, Ryan, who was playing with you? No, no, her guitar player. Oh, her guitar player. Oh, okay. Ryan. They took his shoes. I was trying to make a point, dude. That, that was the next big shoes, thing that happened. Man. We did the tour. Now. Yeah, right. we did it. What do you remember? <laughs> Not much. I, remember I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool. I, I, got, like, I, got I remember there's this guy Orleans. that we know, Kevin, who spray painted the side of our van gold, and it was already red. That was in uh, Boston. Just like was the nice. movie where he puts Thank oil you, in Kevin. and forgot to pull the can out, and he shuts the hood, and we're going down the road, and the, the hood flies up and busts out our window. And then uh, at one point in Chicago, we went into Chicago with busted glass coming in our eyes. Headlights went out. And we just keep going. Then when we go to leave Chicago, the side van sliding door falls off. Yeah. And then we got a new window, got a new windshield, right? Then we, I got mugged in New Orleans. We pulled it together. We pulled it together to get a new windshield at a junkyard. It's like, whoa, I think we could even pull this off. Trying to put the window in, remember? Yeah. With a little I, nail, cra- I cracked it right away. A little nail clipper. Yeah. We get almost to the top of the windows, like getting the gas. And I here. used metal. And yeah. it was like, and dude, like, don't use metal. I don't metal. know, man. Yeah. Try this. Oh, dude. <laughs> So then we just taped ninety five percent success. So we just taped up the top, the failure. top part of the glass. Just we taped it up with duct tape. I remember you saying what about too, heaven dude, and drag. Don't use, do <laughs> not use metal. And I use metal. Yeah. And so we managed to get through the rest of the trip with the duct tape. The, it was partially in the gasket, the top end of the, the window sticking out, and put duct tape. And we got through. I do remember at one point the head, both the headlights were hanging by pieces of wire. So they were like, <laughs> you know that? yeah, yeah. And I drove straight through from Chicago to Boston Is uh, with no driver's license. Victim. Whoa. I'm not a victim. I'm <laughs> a hero, man. Cool story. I'm just... <laughs> and then I get I get there like, You're we get there like at 9 o'clock in the morning, so I go like, I got to find a bar. So I start walking around. I find this bar, and I go in, and it's like 9 in the morning, and there's all these Italian guys just covered in gold chains. Oh, in Revere Beach, dude. And and then th- yeah, I go, whatever. man, you guys got whatever. an accent. And they go, you got an accent. And I'm like, what kind yeah, of so accent whatever, do I Richie have? Whatever, Richie Cunningham. Yeah. yeah. And they, they sound, sound like bae. Richie Cunningham. It was like, bae, whatever. You whatever. ain't from around here. Because <laughs> we'd be babbling. I would be babbling just like we're doing now. And people on the East Coast, they, that was the first experience with the East Coast. They right? hated us. We were and too friendly. Like, like, whoa, hey, 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 hey. Hey, too much. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> too much. I don't know what the hell you're saying. It's true. Are you All from England? Like, we're like, <laughs> I kept hearing we were from England. Are you from England? <laughs> no, we're from the great Northwest. <laughs> Idaho. Iowa. Whatever. Ohio? No. And then, and then didn't, weren't we buying like some herbs off the street vendor in Atlanta? And all of a sudden, this big, huge street fight just breaks out. We thought it was opium. And sopium, he wasn't takes it? his little cart starts, and he goes, in- run! And yeah, one of you just, guys said it was sopium. sopium. Yeah. <laughs> and then in in uh, in a uh, hold on, uh, what was the name of that time, place? Saraville. It's all Sarah right. It's all right. Alabama. Yeah, they ripped our van apart. Oh, yeah, the, the hurricanes hurricane. coming in. 
Did yeah, they, they say found a bag. About... They found a bag of uh, of sagebrush. And he came to me and said, "The big guy says it's yours." And meanwhile, in the fast big food boys got the drugs. They're taping up the windows because there's a hurricane. Didn't coming. they separate oh. you guys and try to get? Yeah, different, they know. kept going. Big boy, where's the drugs, that. big boy? I'm, I, I, I flew back. Day, I flew boy. back to Boise for a chance. And so they go, "We got the drugs. We got them." And it was a bag of sagebrush. Yeah, well, he said. Well, and no, they found your um, they found your baking soda that they thought was cocaine. Oh yeah, baked soda. Because Tom has stomach acid issues. Yeah, stomach. But he was like, he said, "You're a bit of Southern jail, boy. Bubba's hungry. Bubba's hungry." They literally told us that. <laughs> Bubba's hungry. There's a hurricane coming. Like, hey, What's a hurricane? I was like, "Hey, man, uh, I think there's a hurricane." Remember, lightning coming. hit the tree right next to us when we we're going down the freeway. Tempe yeah. Freeway. They said, "You boys can't. You can't go out on the freeway. You just better stay here." We're like, "Later. We ain't staying here." We had to go to New Orleans. So then I got mugged. Yeah. <laughs> the dude wanted to a cigarette. Yeah, he was like, man. You got a cigarette? And you go, yeah, sure. And he jumped in the van, and beat punched the... you, and took your money. Oh, two, really? Two, wow. Welcome two, to two New dudes. Orleans. Two, two dudes. You look scared, dude. I've never seen you. That shut you the hell up, too. I was yeah, like, I whoa. I been there, man. Tom yeah. was at a loss for words. I know it was serious. Yeah, that, yeah. that's... The, All right. That, so, they, they take the fun out of it when they <laughs> punch you and steal your stuff. Yeah, real violence. Yeah, it kind of, kind of sucked. Hey, before we, uh, before we wrap, we just got a few minutes left. Do you want to give a shout-out to Jazz? It is going to be, that's going to be the show to be at Friday right, So night, how was that? Like sure. two hours of self-involved hoo-ha. I, All right. It's kind of like jamming. It was kind of like jamming. Yeah. It was kind of like that. It's like jazz. <laughs> hey, hey, we hey. love Boise. We're Costa Crescent and just. <laughs> I've got a fistful of violence. Yeah, we'll play your party. Uh, and, and yeah, let's party. All right. I have, uh, I have, uh, um, I have the fly, fly Me to the Moon record queued up. Anyone uh, got a song to take us out? Anyone would like to choose from. Station wagon. No, wait, no, 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 no. Come on, man. We never listen to it. Fistful of violence. On? Or alien fugue. Pick a song off there. F- yeah. Fistful of violence. I do alien fugue. Oh, it's alien fugue. Alien fugue. Oh, okay. Or or fistful of violence. He already got bumped, man. No. Sorry. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, it's no, all no, we do. It's always two. We played one of Tom's song actually. We played Nice Wings. We that did. was one of Tom's. Okay, I so think, you should play my song. I think alien fugue or cancer's eyes weren't too. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Do you know which number? I don't see it. You didn't. Oh, there, there's. Never mind. I got it. Got it. I got it. Alien, which one? Alien uh, Fusion. Yeah. We right. love you, Boise. All right, this is going to be it for History Boys. Thanks down. for tuning in. Thanks for everybody who donated and making helping us make our goal. That's pretty awesome. New, brand new punk rock show coming up. All right. right Come to our mass out freakage. <laughs> we love you, Boise.